What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mellow Mondays podcast. Today, I wasn't really sure where to go with things. I had a few things on my mind this week, but I think I kind of narrowed it down to this whole idea of, I don't know, taking a risk, taking risks in life. And I think it all came about through this trip me and my girlfriend took kind of midweek this week. We went to Arches National Park, which is kind of crazy. We live in a place where literally, like, I think Arches is like two and a half hours away. It's not that far. And we tried to go last year, and they had been closing the gates super early. We didn't realize that you had to have, like, reservations now. So whatever. We got reservations. Um, we were able to go, and it was it was insane. Like, it was super cool. When we tried to go last year, we went to Canyonlands National Park, which was another national park kind of in the Moab area, maybe 30, 40 minutes away. It was super cool too. So we didn't really know what to expect. My girlfriend had been to Arches before, but I'd never been. So we get there and it's, I mean, it's amazing. The crowds are super low. We're still kind of in that weird off season time where it's not quite summer season, but winter season just kind of ended. And we were able to have a great day. I mean, I got photos of like every arch that we went to with almost no people in them. Like we did these crazy hikes and and whatever, and it was sick. And so we went to the the most famous arch last, which is like, I think it's called Delicate Arch. And it's, you walk up this pretty steep grade for quite a ways. And we're like, we had already hiked, I think like 10 miles at this point. We're both pretty exhausted. And you eventually get to this spot it literally looks like Mars, like it's insane. And then you kind of walk up this steep, narrow corridor, corridor, corridor. How do you say that word? That's a tough word to say. Whatever. The steep walkway. You know what I mean? And literally it just opens up to this crazy arch in the middle of this huge, like steep canyon drop off. Like it makes no sense. It's cool. Like how this arch was formed over however many years or whatever. But I was having this feeling or these thoughts or whatever during this trip of like, Man, it's pretty cool that we're able to come out here and experience these places and things that, I mean, in all honesty, like most people in life don't get to experience. And so one, like there was kind of this, I don't know, gratitude or thankfulness or whatever of like having the ability to live in a country and have enough money and a job and whatever to where we're able to kind of pursue these various dreams and get to go experience these different life things. I've been incredibly fortunate in my life to have some experiences like that and and many, many trips and vacations and whatever. And so I think that is kind of fresh on my mind. And then my girlfriend also just got a new job. And I think I've kind of just been thinking, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, having these, these feelings of like what it means to put yourself in a position to live your life how you want to live. Um, through kind of this concept of like taking a risk. And it just got me thinking about past decisions that I've made and like why I am where I am today. This whole like being a fly fishing guide thing came out of kind of very minimal conversations and just a desire to pursue something different and to take a risk in that. And I don't want this to come across as like, oh, look at my life. I've taken this huge risk. I'm so cool. Like that's that's really not where this is coming from. It's just I have a lot of people say to me and to my girlfriend, oh, that's so cool what you guys are doing. I wish I could do that. Or that's so amazing. You know, all these different accolades or whatever these things. When 
I think in reality, anyone could be doing what we're doing. Like anyone could take these steps, take the risk, whatever, and be in the position we're in. But there's this whole thing of fear and this feeling of stepping into something new and different that is really, really scary. And like this whole process for me has been very scary. And there's been a lot of stressful times and a lot of moments where I'm like, why are we even doing this? Like, this is insane. But I think if we can get past that fear, we can really open a lot of doors to our life. Like we can really structure our life in a way that allows us to experience things, to try new things, to not be afraid of failure, that sort of thing. And I kind of want to go back a little ways to kind of my schooling and like the touring industry. So I, I have a degree in youth ministry, which is kind of crazy. It was going to be a youth pastor while in school. I got hooked up into like doing production work and specifically lighting and that sort of thing for concerts, you know, events, whatever, and just fell in love with it. And I totally shifted my career. Luckily, I had advisors and all these people who allowed me to kind of step into that new role and to not get stuck into just getting my degree going into a field that I really just wasn't passionate about anymore, and to pursue something that I really enjoyed. And so ended up graduating, getting a job with a company in Kansas City doing production work. Long story short, I ended up getting hooked up with some guys who were in the touring industry. And that's kind of how I got into touring. I got a call one day about a guy who couldn't make a tour. And I for whatever reason, came up and said, hey, do you want to do this tour in like a week? And I said, sure, let's do it. So I kind of took that risk, got on a tour bus for the first time, experienced a bunch of new things, and that just led one thing to another. Eventually, it was time to make a decision if I wanted to tour full-time or not, which I did. The most logical way to do that is to move to Nashville. That's kind of the touring mecca. It doesn't mean you can't tour from other places, but that, for the most part, is where you should be if you want to tour especially in like the CCM country kind of world. That's pretty much where every bus call is. And yeah, had an opportunity to move to Nashville and it was just a hectic experience. Like we had my first arena tour rehearsals and then I had to fly home for a family death. I literally packed up my things in a storage unit, drove to Nashville, moved into my house and the next day left for bus call for the biggest tour I would have, I ended up doing, which is kind of crazy. And that is one of those first moments of like taking this sort of risk and going out on a limb. Like it's hard for me to move to a new city and not have friends, not have community, all these different things. Like I was, I was really stressed about that. I was nervous. It was tough. Like those first months, not knowing people, luckily I was on tour. So it was a little different, but it still was that initial moving away from family and friends and this comfortable sort of life that you've built in order to chase another dream that is as important as those other things. And looking back, I'm super thankful I did it. And it just led to meeting with meeting up with the artists that I toured with for a couple of years and that sort of thing, meeting all these people, having these experiences. I mean, literally traveling the world, getting paid and experience, experiencing a lot of really cool things I, I honestly never thought I would experience. And then moving into kind of this new transition, you know, I've talked about it kind of in the earlier podcast of the season, just getting laid off because of COVID and that sort of thing, being forced to reevaluate your life and realize like, okay, I've done the traveling, I've done these things, 
it was fun. It was exciting. I have the stories. I have the photos, whatever. But now I am ready for something different. And that was kind of that next tangible step of like, okay, I'm going to do something different. I don't know what that is, but it's it's going to work out. Kind of having that belief. Like I'm I don't believe in like the law of attraction and like I don't I don't know, maybe the secret or whatever by Oprah is that what it is? Maybe I'm totally misrepresenting this. I don't I don't believe that like if I just think hard enough about something good is going to happen. Like that's not really me, but I do believe that if you continue to focus on something, put in the work and the time and to just fully believe that something's going to work, that eventually it will. Um, but that takes action and doing it. To, like You don't just get handed things randomly, in my opinion. So, But all that to say, I randomly research this guide school to become a fishing guide. I do the guide school, whatever. During this time, I'm in the process of buying an RV. We buy the RV. It was a whole crazy story. I've already shared it, so we don't need to go into it, but buying the RV, going out on a limb once again, spending a bunch of money that I was not making because I was on unemployment, I didn't have a job, and kind of taking that risk to hopefully one day achieve this vision that for whatever reason I had and that my girlfriend was cool <laughs> with going along with. And we do the guide school. I ended up talking to the manager at the shop at the time and just said, hey, you know, what are the next steps? Like, I'm really interested in guiding for you all. And he basically said, like, yeah, the head guide vouched for you. He said, you're good. So we'll see you next year if you want to guide. And that was the only conversation I had about coming out to Colorado to guide for the for the following season. And during the winter, it's kind of that whole thing of like, OK, we have this RV now. I'm trying to fix it up and solve a bunch of problems with water damage and various things that I'm losing my mind over and having those regrets of like, why? why did we do this? Like I bought this RV. We're literally moving 800 miles away from family and friends again. Like, I don't want to do this again. It's that fear. It's that voice telling you that you shouldn't step out on a limb and do something. And that can be really powerful. And it, and sometimes you shouldn't step out on a limb and do these things. I'm, I'm not always saying you should do those things, but as in this instance, I think it was definitely what we were supposed to be doing. And so the following year rolls around. We have Christmas, kind of the new year. We roll into March. I still don't really know where we're going to park the RV, which is stressful and kind of scary. Like, I find out two days before we're supposed to leave for Colorado that we do, in fact, have a monthly rental spot where we're staying now and that everything's good. I'm like, okay, we're going to head out there, whatever. A huge snowstorm comes in and we're not able to go right away. We have some more issues with the RV. I have to take it in. It's going to take like a week to fix whatever at the mechanic. Okay, fine. Sets us back a little while. And then I had another conversation with the manager at the fly shop of like, hey, I know you kind of said like, I'd be able to guide for you guys this year, maybe work at the shop. Is that still true? You know, he's like, yeah, you're, you know, we talked. I said, you know, basically, yeah, my word is good. Like I said, you're in, so you're in. And we didn't know what to expect. And that was probably the most dramatic and drastic change in my life that I've had, like this whole risk of coming out here to pursue an entirely different career. Uh, it's just not something that I would normally do. I'm a very calculated person. I like to have everything in order, all the right answers, everything's figured out before I do something. And this whole move and whatever was the complete opposite. I had, it seemed like nothing figured out. I ordered a drift boat. That was another, you know, X amount of money that I really shouldn't be spending and all these things in this hope that like 
somehow this pipe dream of becoming a fishing guide is going to work out. And I get here. The following day we get here, I'm going to go fish one of the rivers in town. I just stopped by the shop just to introduce myself, said, hey, that sort of thing. And the conversation turned into, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I was like, nothing. He's like, well, do you want to start working in the shop? I'm like, sure. It was just one of those reliefs. It's like, okay, we moved 800 miles away and I have a job. Like I have an income at least two or three days a week. I am moving towards this goal, at least in some way. And it was hard and stressful and not making light of the struggles that we did have. I mean, anytime you move across the country to a new spot with no friends, I mean, we do have a little bit of family in the area, but it's still tough to see them all the time. So there's still been a lot of hardship throughout this move. And we're still kind of building that community, getting settled, trying to build these relationships, you know, that sort of thing. But it was that relief of like, okay, the first part of this journey has at least worked out. Like I at least have a job. My girlfriend is working from home. So she at least still had a job as well. And we'll figure the rest out. And as the year goes on, there's some trials and tribulations and there's ups and downs and whatever. But I ended up doing like, I think it was 50, I think 50 guide trips for the year, which for a first year guide, I was very excited about. And the people I talked to at the shop and stuff also were like, yeah, that's really good for your first year. It was just kind of one of those combinations of coming in that year after like heavy COVID, people were out traveling, a lot of trips. And I was really able to kind of establish myself, um, establish this foundation here in the valley as a fishing guide. And I'm not, I have a million things to learn. I'm not saying I'm there yet, but being able to get those trips and to take those steps really gave me that confidence of like, okay, what, everything is going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Like we're figuring, we're going to figure it out. And I don't know why all of that kind of thinking hit me when we were at Arches earlier this week. So we, we did Arches, which you've already heard about. We also went to URA um, with my girlfriend's family just to enjoy a nice day, looking at some waterfalls, walking in some shops, um, going to the URA Hot Springs, just like one of those lazy Sunday afternoon days that you kind of look around and think like, man, like this is crazy that we live out here and we can just do this on a day trip. It's a long day. I mean, you got to drive, you know, five hours total, but we could just go and do all these amazing things that most people can't do. And my job schedule allows me to have certain time off during the off season, that sort of thing. But it did. It just had me had me thinking about this idea of taking a risk. And I also just saw that with my girlfriend getting a new job. Um, she decided to look for a new job and she's amazing at what she does. And she obviously got the job, which is sick. And I know it was a big leap for her and it was a big leap for us because it's like that next, you know, anytime you start something new, it's scary. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, am I making the right decision? We get so analytical and all these different things. And door after door had been open for her. And I'm just, I'm really one proud of her for getting the job, but two for taking that risk to work towards like achieving what you want to in life. And I think she's going to be really good at it. I think she's going to be able to grow in the position, whatever. It was not really the point of this conversation, but all that to say, I think I've just been reminded of these different instances in my own life and my girlfriend's life and that sort of thing of not being afraid to put yourself out there and take that risk because it is really, really tough. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. And I know a lot of people have taken harder risks than I have, but it, it 
as I've shared many times on the podcast, I like to kind of end these these discussions and topics with like a practical like, hey, what is something that I think is important in life that I feel like resonates with other people? And it is just this idea of not being afraid of taking a risk because it's so easy to get stuck in whatever we're doing in life, whether it's job or friends or location or relationships, you know, whatever it may be. And just thinking this is how it's always going to be. And you always have these little dreams in the back of your head. Like I, I'm a Enneagram number four. For those of you who know the Enneagram, like I'm a dreamer. I'm a, I'm a visionary. Like I always think about these things of like, how, how do I want my life to look? And it's obvious. It's a lot of times like these grand, like crazy ideas that aren't necessarily practical. But when you like strip that away and really get down to the foundation, the core of some of these thoughts, it's been really rewarding to step out on a limb and, and try new things. I, I mean, I never expected to be a fly fishing guide. For whatever reason, my mind went down that path and here we are. And I I love it. I mean, I feel fulfilled when I do it. I get to take people fishing. I get to do these different things that I never thought I would be able to do. We have this experience of living in the RV and learning and growing. And some days I just want to sell the RV and never never think about it again. And some days I'm just like, I'm so lucky and I cannot believe that we get to have this experience and get to do it. And that reminds me of like conversations. I remember my family came to visit me in Nashville a couple years ago. And I talked about then like wanting to live in a van. Like, you know, like I've always had kind of this dream of living in some sort of vehicle. I don't know why it's probably just most guys like think it'd be really cool to do. But I'm thankful that I have a support system in my life, my girlfriend, my family who supports like these decisions and cheers you on and that sort of thing. You know, it's easy like when you get put in a box, like when other people are like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like You need people in your life who are willing to support you and to cheer you on and also challenge you and ask the tough questions and make sure that what you're doing is like makes sense. And, you know, you can't just like throw everything away for this pipe dream that's never going to work. Like, there has to be some sort of balance. But if I were to leave you all just with kind of my, you know, Austin's thought of the day, it's just that I I think I see a lot of people in life getting stuck and doing something they don't want to do and feeling like they can't do it. And I think I want to challenge people to really look at your life and see what is it that you really want to do? Like, how do you want your life to look? What do you want your relationships to be like? Do you enjoy your job? Is there something you could be doing that would fulfill you more while still paying the bills? You know, like, do you want to be financially stable? Do you want to travel? Like all these different things. I think we have these visions, but sometimes we're scared to, we're scared to pursue them because what is current and whatever is comfortable. Like we live as creatures of comfort. Like we, we don't like being anxious trying new things whatever at least i i don't always like that it's it's hard to try something new and not be good at it and have to grow and whatever but i don't know i don't really know how to like sum that up in like a, you should go be more fulfilled or whatever but i, I guess i just want to like challenge people as maybe a testimony of like i've had three or four recent events in my life within the past five to ten years that have been really defining moments in that i was very nervous and scared to do something and we just took a risk and it's exponentially worked out i guess i i just want to share that with you i think there's a lot of like 
I think maybe we can think of like the horror stories of like, oh, I tried this new thing and then I went broke or like whatever and it didn't work out. But I, I want to assure people that taking these risks and trying something new or changing the way you want your life to look can work out in your favor. It can be good. And I did not plan very much for all of these things. I'm a, a classic overthinker. So if I overthink, if I think about something too long, I won't do it. And this decision to move out here and to be a fly fishing guide and to live in an RV honestly did not involve that many conversations. I mean, there were conversations. Me and my girlfriend obviously had to decide we were going to do it, but it was kind of one of those things of, hey, I think we should do this. Yeah, like it sounds cool. And then we got out here and here we are. Like I'm going into my my next season. It's looking like it's going to be busier than last year, which is fantastic. And I'm just excited for how our life looks. I obviously miss my family for sure. Like I think that's been hard feeling more homesick lately than I expected to be. Um, but you know, it's, I don't know, it's, it's finding these trade-offs in life, time to spend with family that's good and quality. And then also pursuing these dreams that you have, whether it be career wise or experiencing life or traveling friends, whatever it may be. Um, I just want to challenge you in that today. I hope, I don't know. I hope that resonates with somebody. Hope it encourages someone who's maybe thinking about changing it up or wanting to change something in their life, but they're scared to do it. Like just coming from me, it is scary and stressful. And this whole thing has not been smooth and seamless. Like there are days where I just do not want to deal with the RV and I don't want to go fishing and all that sort of thing. But, um, I've made a huge change in my life because of it for the better. And I have a much better work-life balance. I have much more quality time with my family and with friends. And I've been able to see some amazing things in life that I didn't ever think I would see from where I quote unquote live. Um, yeah, I hope that's encouraging to you all. As always, if you have any thoughts on this, reach out to me, comment, whatever it may be. And uh, I'd love to talk to you about it. Love to encourage you and just, yeah help you uh, kind of feel that peace about making some sort of change in your life um, for the better. And as always, it's a pleasure talking to you guys. We'll be back next Monday with another episode. And uh, yeah, this has been another episode of the Mellow Mondays podcast. Peace.